Father, thank you for this day. Yes, Father, we do thank you for sending moms our way because none of us would be here today without one. We thank you for what you speak through moms and what they teach us and what they help us to learn about you. So today as we honor you, I pray that your heart will come to all of us here. That those words that you need to speak to us, we will receive with great joy. In order for any of this to happen, Father, I ask, yes, again, that you would empty me of me. And that you would speak through me. That you will help me listen to your heart as, as I go through what you would have me to share today. That your spirit will come and anoint my words and my heart and my spirit. And everything I do and say will bring you glory and encourage all of us. And I ask that in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. Uh, Acts one fourteen. We've been. I promise we'll move away from this this particular verse, but there's still something more in, the, in this very little verse. And all these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer together with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. I, I'm thinking that the anticipation that 120 people were feeling in this room was intense that the build-up is crazy for them. Jesus has asked them to go to Jerusalem and wait, and they have waited. We talked about their devotion to prayer, this connection, this heart service to God. But I imagine that their anticipation is just off the charts right now. They are waiting for a promise of power that Jesus said was going to come. And yet, he asked them to wait so they would notice a few different things about what was going on in their midst. So, in order to, 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 to have this experience of power, they needed to be obedient first. So, Jesus asked them to go to Jerusalem and wait. And indeed, this is what they, they obeyed and did. This is really significant because they went to Jerusalem to do this, a place that was not safe for Christians to be. Even though they weren't called Christians yet. But it wasn't very safe for them to be there. If they went back to Galilee, they would have been a lot safer. But they go to Jerusalem, and they're waiting. So this, this, this sign of devotion, this, because obedience is a sign of devotion, is, is huge. But there's also something in here that I think that is just... Jesus modeled something for these, for these people while he walked the face of the planet. He, walked, he modeled something that was so fundamentally opposed to the culture of the day that he wanted impregnated into the, into the early church. So something that would be birthed into this, to this new creation that he was establishing, that he was making, that he was bringing life into. There was something so powerful, and it's in four little words in this verse. Together with the women. Together with the women. For those words that seem so understated in this, this scripture, but they're so powerful because in most Hebrew writings, women would not even be mentioned, not even mentioned in this way. They just would not be. But the fact that this thing is in here and it mentions a name of a woman, Mary, 
is huge. It's, it's a, it is a broadcast statement to the society around them that did not value women at all. Women were only slightly above cattle in the society. Just slightly above. And, bec- and because they could produce maybe a son. And this was not just the Jewish society, this was the Roman society, and this was the Greek society that was all around that influence. Scriptures in itself, Jesus, the way he approached women, testifies of the Father's heart towards women and how he wants to raise their status, not only in this society, but in our society. And there's something that has been spoken to women that has broken them. And this is why they do believe the lie that Christine prayed about. Something has been broken in the hearts of women. And the church has done part of that. And it needs to stop. I'm not saying this church... But the church, the big C church, has done something, has allowed something to happen, has allowed women to believe a lie which has, has produced a holocaust in this nation. Boy, I wasn't going here, but thank you. Together with the women. These were women that were faithful at the beginning. More faithful than the men. They followed Christ from the beginning. This was a group of women that followed them from Galilee to the cross and to the gravesite where men scattered and ran. Now this, this, is, this is huge. This is tremendously huge here. Together, with the women. You know that word together is a powerful word. Listen to what this word means. This word means union with. Companionship. Companionship. Can I say friendship? Resemblance. Resemblance. Can men and women resemble each other? Can we? And him we can. And this is really cool. this, This really set me off. Completeness. Completeness. The woman's heart completes a man in marriage, of course, but in the church as well. See, the woman's heart is vital to the church. And God was saying something with those four words, together with the women. Let's read this scripture with, that, with those words, if I can listen to this. All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer, in companionship, with union with, resembling each other, completing each other. I think... Some of the most powerful hearts on the planet, and I've said this before, some of the most powerful hearts on this planet are, are women hearts. I think 
one of the most beautiful vessels that has been created for the Messiah to live in is a woman's heart. And I do believe it is the spirit of mothering. And it really has nothing to do with just being a biological mom. It's about bringing life. And I believe all women bring life into situations. And and why it was so important for for men and society to understand that God was saying a new thing here. You know what? No more of the separation stuff. I don't want this. I never intended this. It can't happen anymore together with the women. It's the only way this church is going to be built. It's the only way. It's the necessary way to be companions with, friends with, to be in union with, and not just... See, some of these these women were were the wives of the disciples, some of them. But a union that goes beyond marriage sometimes in the body of Christ. This body of Christ was supposed to resemble a family. That's what he was attending. And he said, and you can't have a family without the woman's heart. It just can't be done. So don't even attempt it to do it like this society is doing. Don't live that way. Live this way. That's what he's saying. Together with the women. Not separated from the women. Not keeping them in their place. Freeing them so that they could be the women, the daughters that God wants them to be. But you know what? They've got to do it alongside of you, men. You just That's the way... I wanted to operate together with the women. See, the thing about a woman's heart is this. It is in a perpetual state of giving, which mirrors the Father's heart in so many ways. It's just exactly as close as I think on this planet like His. Because the Messiah's heart is in a perpetual state of giving it giving out to us. Ah, a woman's heart is just like that. It just is. It was made that way. It was purposed that way. And we need this as a body of believers here and in the big sea everywhere. We need, to, we need this. This heart. This press special that's in a perpetual state of giving itself out. In the heart of a woman, God has imparted His qualities of instructing, protecting, serving, caring, and bringing life. These are character traits that, that God knew that the early church needed in order to, to do, to spread the word, to live the kind of life that was in direct opposition to what was going on in their society. He knew He needed to impart these traits. And He was going to do it through a female heart. Throughout the whole New Testament... Women are elevated in time and the time again by the stories that we see and that we're going to read as we go through Acts. There are so many women that are teaching the church of how to live this Christian walk. It's a wonderful, powerful expression. There are his qualities that he's imparted. These are binding agents. See, the wonderful thing about a woman's heart is that the women know how to connect people. They know how to get people together. 
It's about making a family. Women know how to do this. I'm not saying men don't, but women know how to do this in a way that we don't know how to do it. In Old Testament times, Hebrews used to make glue by boiling animal skins. And as the boiling process would, would go on and on and on, this stuff would come to the, to the top of the surface of the water, this very sticky substance. And they would skin this stuff off to, in order to make their glue. They called it strong water for its binding capabilities, for its ability to stick things to one thing to another. And it's this mindset that the, that the Hebrews understood something about this, that they applied it to, to the Hebrew word for mom. And the Hebrew word for mom means the one who binds the family together. It's this, it's this picture of this binding agent, this strong water that binds families together. This is what Jesus is saying. You need strong water. Together with women, you need strong weather in order to be able to, to, to bind this spiritual family that I am forming. Right now, this is what you need. You need strong water. You need a heart that's going to be able to connect other hearts together with the greatest heart that there is. You need this. Don't ignore this. Do everything that you're going to do from this day for every part of devotion that you can think of, every part of waiting on me that you can think of, in order to receive the power and the promise of the Holy Spirit and move on as a church, as a family. You're going to need strong water. You're going to need to do it together with the women. You're just going to need to. Four words. Four words that seem so small, so kind of just maybe even stuck in there. Maybe it's just a, a, just a, a historical footnote, but it's not. It's not because you saw how Jesus walked among women and cared for them and elevated their status in a place that just couldn't understand what he was doing. That's the beauty of Jesus. And that's the way he wants us to be. Proverbs 31.26 says this, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. What leads us to repentance? Kindness. I heard something that Stanley said recently, and he described what kindness is to me, and it just stuck with me. You show kindness when you lend your strength to another person. You show kindness when you lend your strength to another person. That's what Christ did for us. That's strong water. That is binding us. That is connecting us. See, in this verse, we have learned a lot about connecting. Devotion was connecting. Waiting was connecting. Strong water is connecting because we have this image that God is trying to impress into the new church, into the genesis of the new church, saying, you know what? You've got to do this together with the women. Because there's, there's part of my heart that I express to them that you need. 
we, 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 can't, we can't miss this as a small body of believers. So how do we respond to that? And, and I, can, I can just tell you that it's more than just honoring moms on Mother's Day. She opens her mouth with wisdom. And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. We're going to see that in the stories in the book of Acts. People like Lydia. Powerful moments in the early church. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to see that. But we, I see that and I've experienced that here already with many of you. And certainly with my wife. So can I just encourage you to, to, to look at these scriptures. To read Acts ahead and see what God is saying to us about this. I'm going to ask that for maybe the next 30 days that we actually all pray and fast as a church. I'm kind of putting this call out. They devoted themselves to prayer, the early church. And numbers were added to them daily. They received the promise and the, the promise of the Father in such a way that it that they were no longer just scared rabbits. They were bold. They were bold in their faith and they were bold in the way they loved each other. Showing, again, that society that this is the way that God wants it. This is the way that is healthy, that's, that people don't believe lies and go off the deep end and kill innocents. We're in... We're in such a place now in our society. What kind of statement are we going to make to our small community of High Park, to the greater community of New York State, and to the even greater community of the United States of America? What message are we going to send? I think we need to pray about it <laughs> and fast about it. So I'm just going to put that call out, and I'm not going to tell you how to do it, when to do it, how often you should do it. I'm just asking that you would join us in fasting and praying. We need strong water in our midst. God wants to do something. Here, out there. So, can I just tell you a quick story? I, I promise this will be quick. I have to admit I'm thinking about how this was done for me by a lady named Mrs. Bonsignor, Mary Bonsignor, who early in my, in, in my walk with, and journey with Christ, I became friends with her son, Kevin, dear friends, lifelong friends, best friends, however you want to describe it. That's the way we are. Kevin now lives in Tampa. Kevin was six foot something, dark and handsome, and I wasn't. He was smooth and confident. I was loud and cocky. But we became instant friends. I was so unlike the Bonsignor family, and yet Mary Bonsignor accepted me and loved me as if I was her son. There was never a hesitation to, of me being friends with Kevin and I was going to spoil him or corrupt him or change him. There was never a worry in her mind. She just loved me with strong water. There is beauty in the heart of a mom 
And I do believe, again, all women have a heart of a mom inside of them. They may not be moms physically, but they, you, are, you are givers of life. And don't ever underestimate that heart in you. Mm-mm. You're a bringer of life because you're a daughter of the, of, of the Most High. And although Mrs. Foster had physical, actual kids who became dear friends, she became a mom to, to so many people by that same spirit. She understood what strong order was, what, what being together was, what being a family was. And that's how she loved me and, and kept me in the kingdom at times where I really wanted to run away from it. Ah, man, your hearts are so precious to God as women. You have such unique abilities to love people into the kingdom in ways that men can't. And that's not saying anything negative about men. We're just not made that way. We're made for other things, and that's good. That's why we need each other. But a woman's heart connects like no other heart on the planet. It just does. It was made that way. Don't underestimate your hearts this morning. Don't. There's power there because the Holy Spirit lives there, resides there, has found a home that he's happy with there. And wants to express life through you in ways that go beyond just being a mom. And being a mom is a great thing. But being his daughter is more. See, I love being a dad. Absolutely love it. Greatest job on the planet. But being a son is more. So I, I feel like God just wants to express something to you, to the female, female hearts today, that, that you, please remember that you're strong water. That you're important. That you have great value to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So much so that He died for you, yes. But He wants to bring life out of you no matter what state you're in in life and I just encourage you with that this morning be strong water wherever you go certainly be strong water here please please when you're here please be strong water with each other with me be strong water in whatever community that you find yourself in at work school whatever be strong water there And wherever God puts you, be strong water there. You have some of the greatest hearts that, that have ever lived on the planet. You're, you were made for such a time as now. Your impact on wherever you go is bigger than what you can imagine. And God wants to do more. Because you're strong water. Because you have... A heart that's shaped like his, that looks like his. Don't underestimate your value to the king. And Father, help us not to underestimate these wonderful hearts that you've 
that you placed with us in companionship with, in unity with. So I pray for us this day that the value of that scripture, that, that we, we learn about devotion with one another towards you. That our hearts would be unified. Our hearts would be in companionship with. That we would understand that we are completed in you with each other. That it, you meant that to be. So I ask for, for, I ask for all the women here today. I, ask, and I just ask that you would bless them. That this day would be a day of celebration whether they're a mom or not. That they would celebrate being yours. Your daughter. Given a mission of being filled with strong water to overflowing, to, to connect people's hearts to yours. And to help us, to give us a picture of, of just what beauty is. So thank you for all these beautiful hearts that you, that you have placed inside Bridge Builders. For the ones that are not here today. Thank you for them. Thank you for what they've already influenced me what they've already given me, what they've already taught me about kindness and wisdom. And I pray that as we go through your, your wonderful word, as we go through this book of Acts, that we would see picture upon picture and we would understand what you're trying to say to us about women. Because we want to do this together with the women. <laughs> we want to do this together with the men, with the children, with all of us together this family unit that you have placed inside of us, Lord. We want to express your heart to the world around us and we have to show what a family looks like in the body of Christ. And we cannot do it without you. So, Father, we ask together, just complete us. Work in our hearts and our minds and our spirits, all that needs to be worked on in order that we will accept each other, that we will believe in each other, that we will pray for each other, that we would be devoted to you in our prayers for each other. You will show us how to love so that we can honor you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.